Good evening, Calabar. How are you guys doing? Well, welcome to your favorite show of the week, the Big Dot Radio Show, and your favorite girl, your favorite girl, Cherish with the double R. Happy New Month, people. How are you guys doing? I mean, it's so good to be here again. May was like one amazing month, and we're here in June. June promises to be a wow month and i'm going to be here with you down the right so today or tonight we're having amazing people from my guests to my co-host i mean you're going to enjoy yourself so before we go straight into business we're going on a short music but do enjoy uh big up on ourselves once again my name tosion aka african rasta keep listening to free smoke radio free smoke depon scene right now african rasta say so rah Welcome back, guys. That was Show Me by Joe Boy. Now we're moving straight into the interview segment. And today I have an amazing guest with me. Of course, it's a man as always. <laughs> okay, so I'll do a brief introduction of my guest and you hear from him yourself. Chi John Godwin is a is a young man that hails from Akampa local government, born in Ekong Anaku, brought up in Calabar. He will be 33 by June 18th. He's a photographer, the creative director of 1889 Credit and Reflection Reflection Pro, lover of life, God, and people. Welcome, Chi John. Oh, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's so good to have you on the show today. Yeah. Wow, so your birthday is this this month? Yeah. So what are we expecting Um, for your birthday? Are you inviting us? No, I'm not celebrating. You're not? Why? I said we want to pray. Pray. I'm a pray. Yeah. Okay, please let's go straight into our, our interview session, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um first of all, I'd like you I'd like to you to tell us about your life before photography. What was it like? Okay, I'm alive like a village boy. I was born in, in the village, then moved to the city when I to my my high school. Okay. And um I want to be a footballer as a then. Mm, so, yes, I love dreams. Yeah, I love football. I always play with well, with the ball. I had a ball. My mom had got me a pair of uh, football boots, and um, you know, life sometimes what we want, we don't get it. Yeah, you know, and I ended up not pursuing that dream which I loved. Okay, so, and here am I. Wow. You're still, you're still sure doing well, sure you know. What? Sure, sure. I know that. I know <laughs> okay, that. so um, how did your journey down this career path of photography start? Okay, um, back in my nursery school, I used to belong to a drama uh, club okay. where I, I take the major roles. And um, I think after my, you know, coming from the village to the city, you know, you'd be, uh, you'd be so... Um, that 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 um how do you call it? Let me let me see. Um, timidity. No, shyness. not let, not timidity. Let's say low self esteem. Okay. Like you know, coming to meet people who are bigger than you. You know, they are exposed. Like I cannot do it. I can. I was just hiding in my shell until one day I went to church and we had a program. We had a program in church and I was picked to play the the, the role of a king. Uh, in the movie title, the king of Onikoko. So okay. I played the role very well in church, and after that I had to. Um, I saw the guy was taking shots. Name is Samuel Lobo. I saw the way he took shot from his perspective. I love. I was in love with the colors. Okay. So from that day, when I came down from stage, everybody was congratulating me. Hey, and I and I saw the way he freeze the moments. You know, I was so in love with them. I could just connect 
yeah. with the pictures. So now I had to say, okay, I have to give photography a try. So I had to like my, I had to like, okay, how do I start this? How do I go about this photography thing? So I, first of all, he told me how you need to get a camera. I said, wow. And okay. I said, then how can I afford a camera? Like by was about 150,000. Yeah. I have that kind of money. Uh, I'm just an applicant, you know, right? So after then, I, I think I had to call my auntie. So in the States. <laughs> so my auntie. Ooh. Yes. Yes, I had to call my auntie in the States. She could not give me the money. Right? She wanted to give the money to my father. So <laughs> now my father is in the village. So and the money will pass through me. Oh, more. Right? <laughs> so, okay. So when, he sent, when she sent the money, so I had to use the money. I think she sent two hundred thousand naira. Wow! So as a then the camera was eight hundred and eighty thousand. So I was supposed to remit the money to my dad. So my dad was expecting the money. So I had to use the money to get my first gear. <laughs> Please, what did your father do to you? No, I think I think I think. Do my father got upset and I yeah. had to I had to tell him, hey, uh, this is it, this is it. I need I need this camera for now. Okay. But but even before now, before now, do you know what it is? I before now I I. I, I I got even before the camera. Yeah. I got guess photography is uh, is kind of expensive. Yeah. Expensive. It's expensive. So I got I I was getting other things. I was getting like um I was getting like the first thing I got was a battery. Yes, I got I got the rechargeable battery for myself. Wow. Yeah, I got a rechargeable battery for myself. So after then I got a spill light. Then the journey's okay. You know, but I'm here. I'm here today by the yeah. grace of God um, with uh, my consistency and commitment. That's it. Wow, that's nice. That's nice. I mean, it's really impressive to see that you started from somewhere and you're here today. So your brand name seems to be very rare and unique. I particularly love the name. Okay, so I, um, I'm going to ask what inspired the name and when did 1889 Creative and Reflections Pro start? Okay, the thing is, uh, before 1889 came, I, you know, there's this thing about doing your things your way and doing things God's way. Yes. You know, there's, I believe in God, right? Mm. I know I know you believe in God I as well. I believe in God. Ah. <laughs> so the thing about the name was that, at first, it was, there was no 1889 credit. I had something like Chijon Shorty because I saw people doing, hey, Mimi Shorty, Sammy Shorty. I was like, okay, <laughs> let me Chijon Shorty. So after then, I, I moved to um, Chi Pro Pixels, hmm. and I was not comfortable with it. Yeah. And I wanted something. Look, I call my uh, my cousin. Uh, his name is Thaddeus. I hey bro, I think I, I need something unique. Let's put us together to get a name for my brand, for my photography brand. Yeah. So he now said, okay. Then he now said, what about eighteen eighty nine? So what do you mean about eighteen eighty nine? So and I said, okay, eighteen is my birthday. And 89 is my year of breath. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and I said, okay, let's let not just be 1889. Should we add something to it? Okay. And I said, okay, it could not get there, right? It could not guess right there. And I said, okay, let's add credit to it. 1889 credit. Right. That's yeah. that's how the name came about. Wow. Yeah. So, when did it start in earnest? Okay. That was about five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, how's the journey been so far? Man. <laughs> It has been cool, you know. Um, you know, um, there's one thing. There's one. I have a watchword that says that um, if it is God's will, it is God's bill. 
Mm. Now, it, if, if, if it is God who permitted, who said you, if you yeah. heard from God to do this, definitely God will build it. Yeah. So at first, like I told you about getting the camera and how a God must be light. You know, sometimes for some of us who, uh, who are not from wealthy homes, right? So we find it difficult to excel well yeah. with this because you need to get uh, limited gears to make you not do things. Although you might have the creativity, but we don't have the gears. Yeah. You might not do what someone who has gears, mm -hmm. right? So I, after when I got that camera and Nikon D3, okay, before now, before now, I used to rent cameras when, I have, when I've got people who call me for job. I started shooting in church. Okay. Right, my pastor called me, hey, you can do this. I started shooting in church after that event. Yeah. Totally proud. So after that, my pastor said, hey, you can do this. I started shooting in church for about one year. People started loving the pictures. Though, you know, the pictures, the five years pictures are now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I, I was improving. I had to get a spill light. have to be buying battery every day. And so when I got the camera, my photography keep improving. It keeps improving. Now, not just about the camera. So when I work, like what I used to tell the photographers, that the work, the, the money you make from your, your gigs are not just for your wearables and food. You need to invest in you. Yeah. You need to invest in your gears as well. So when I work and try to save, I got like the second I got, I got a lens that I'm getting softbox. Yeah. I started getting uh, spill lights and strobe lights as well. So, and God has been helping me. Now, no, I don't, how many cameras do I even have now? I have like one, two, three, four, five, five cameras, right? Okay. Five cameras, yeah. And God has been helping me. Yeah. And with, with people, are, with the people, you know, one thing about life is knowing what you're doing, you know, and the people around me, I try to make sure I, I meet people ahead of me. Yeah. Because they've overcome these challenges. Yeah. It would be, it be, be easier for me to overcome them yeah. rather than trying to, do it on your own. Yeah, yeah. do it on my own. It, I, I would definitely do it, but it will take time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So um, let me ask, what's the most intriguing part of photography? What part really interests you the most or captivates you? Yeah, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm a documentary photographer. Okay. You know, documentary photography is, a, is, a, is, is as broad as a wall, as you, yeah. the way you look it. Yeah. You know, it goes to recording of events, sport, yeah. portraitures, uh, weddings, and so on. And I just love freezing moments. Just love telling stories from pictures. Like yeah. I want every time I, I want, I want, I want, I want to freeze a moment that someone looks at it and connects with it. Yeah. So one of photograph something like maybe you no, know, just photography, just like you know they say, just photography is like is is cool. Photography is like it's cool, right? Okay. It, it might travel. Like for some 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 of the photos you 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 you, you see you might not be there but you, you know about them. Yeah. Let's say you're having a photograph of of, of, uh, of a beautiful city in Dubai, yeah. but you know about the city through the photograph. Never, yeah. It can easily be recognized, yeah. right? It's just like you. When I saw you, I saw you when, when I saw the flyer. No, when when you, when you when you were coming to pick me, and I was like, hey, I know this face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just love freezing moments. Yeah. Just love freezing. Just freezing moments. Okay. Well, I love freezing moments too. Wow. So I'm looking forward to having a freezing moment of myself. Okay, freezing moment like that's you know those moments. I'm not now when in freezing moment. Yeah, definitely you can if you have an event. Whenever you have an event, maybe do you host event? Do you like do you make events like um maybe shows yeah. or something? Yeah. Then you can come and shoot yeah. and freeze. And 
yes fizz moment yeah. yeah so someone could just connect easily connect to it not just a normal still uh photograph yeah, yeah. Well, that's beautiful okay so at this point in your career do you think that you've made a name for yourself i i don't like saying that yeah i don't like saying that i don't like um bluffing I don't like uh, bragging i i'd love people to say you no know, people it is the people who you've worked for people who have yeah. seen what you've done that will definitely project you so i think it is left for the people but for me uh, i'm part of myself yeah. I part myself even yeah. if you don't pardon because there's some there's some photographs I think like hey wow I did this yeah. so I go back I go back to my archives and I look at hey I made these photographs wow I made this photograph man I'm proud of myself sometimes ah, I did this I can improve now when I see that I'll be motivated even yeah. if you don't tell me yeah. although we need motivation to move on you know even though we all have everything it takes to become what we want to become right yeah. so I I I I feel motivated when people Hey, Chi, I love that picture. I love the photo. Wow, I love it. It's lovely. But for me, even if you don't tell me, I know what I'm doing. I know, yeah. I know that. Yeah, I'm great. Wow, that's cool. So this is my final question for you. Where do you see 1889 credits in the next five years? Uh, in the next five years. You know, my dream has always been to photograph maybe the president or be... Um, to be uh, the top of... the top media man for one of the top men in any of the country God chooses to pick me to yeah. because from now on I don't know where I'm, I will I will definitely be and uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know it's God but you know everything uh, we love everyone loves to be great and I believe uh, in the next five years by then I'll be married and yeah. <laughs> I'll be married and, uh, and 1889 credit will be a big name because yes, I uh, following the following um, the likes of uh, Badge, Kelechi Mario B, Leonard, Harding Hubbard. I, I saw the live story, how they started. Exposure yeah. by Steve David, Chinedu Agoma, my brothers in the field, Samuel Obo. Yay. And, uh, and, and, and seeing where they are today, I believe with, with God, with consistency and commitment, yeah. definitely um, you would do, you freeze more better moments. Amen. Well, I believe too. We all believe and we're looking forward. Thank you so much, Chi John. This brings us to the end of the interview segment. It was good to have you on the show tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. Please, in the next five years, we want to see you with your wife and your two children. Uh, no, not two. Just oh. one. Just one. Well, two children. Uh, one for you one. and one for the uh, other. Uh, just one. <laughs> okay, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Okay, guys, so we're going to go on a short music break. And when we return, we're going straight into the conversation. What up, what up, guys? This is Trey and... Right now, we're on Free Smoke Network. Peace out. Okay, guys. Welcome back. That was My Friend by Bella Schmoda. I hope you enjoyed the song. So, now, right now, right about now, we're moving straight into the conversations. And I have with me tonight two amazing people. They are both my friends and my pals and my enemies. <laughs> okay, first of all, give it up for Sam's and Proverbs. If you know him, you know him. He is the one and only Emmanuel Uwe who sings and tells stories, you know, with poetry. And it's just so amazing. Please give it up for Emmanuel Uwe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she said um, my enemy is here too, it was me she was talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't, don't mind all this hype, all these friends that <laughs> you get me, you get me. Okay, so introducing the second person, please. I didn't hear what Emmanuel we said. Oh, she's my very own role model. The first time I saw this girl, I knew she was the one for me. 
<laughs> well, please make welcome my very own peculiar. She is I am strange. That's her stage name for today. And she's a coder. She's a computer engineer. She's a mother of unborn children. <laughs> and she's my sister. Please give it up for I am strange. Why is it that you're so good at hyping people? I'm about to fall off my chair because I am strange. <laughs> okay, guys. So, so um, without further ado, I'm moving into the issue that brought us to this place tonight. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about something really pressing. It has been disturbing me for a while and I had no other option than to bring it up here so that I can hear what some other people have to say and also my audience. So, we're talking about the entitlement mindset and the question is, when will this ever end? I mean, I'm getting sick of it, right? So, so many people are so entitled at different spaces, at different levels. And today we are going to be trashing out this issue. So, you guys, tell me, what's up with this entitlement thing? Okay, like, I really don't know. Perhaps that's how humans are naturally. Excuse me, I'm a human and I'm not entitled. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am strange, yeah. So the fact that I don't entitled means means yeah, that's actually strange. <laughs> but then I just feel a lot of people, especially in this part of the world, feel that yeah. people owe them some level of obligations yeah. or yeah. duties to either treat them in a certain way yeah. or give them certain stuff. Especially in Africa, where like there's a lot of um, myths. And um, what do I call them? I don't want to use any strong word before my mother would listen to this podcast and slap my head. But like, there's a lot of stuff that people um, hold so dear to themselves yeah. and protect and say, oh, you don't have to give somebody something right. Um, we left hands. You, you have to bow down before your elders yeah. and all that stuff. Stand up for your elders. You get, now, this is not me just... Okay, that's just some scenarios here, yeah, but yeah. Like, people just feel that they, that, that they owe them some sort of duty. And I feel culture is the reason that um, a lot of this entire mentalities exist cultures and i believe that's basically just it yeah i mean i would definitely agree with you because the society we find ourselves um, uh, there's a lot of entitlement like from when you grew up as children you know seeing your parents behave in a certain way seeing your friends behave in a certain way the whole um society just crops your mindset to a particular to a particular um way is the way i want to say well let's hear it from peculiar all right um entitlement i'm gonna africa get and pass leave true you cannot if you're say a teenager you cannot enter a bus filled with elderly people and just be with your earpiece in your ear and pressing your phone everyone will be like your mother did not train you on how to greet thank you are you my mother you know (laughs) like so many people's everywhere especially if you're looking at it culturally, if you're looking at it based on gender, we have different perspectives of different things. Many people that, many people believe that an elderly person is supposed to be treated in a a way. Uh, Other people believe that Females should be treated. Females in a way. believe that females should be treated in a way that guys should not be treated, and then they want gender equality. Exactly. Okay, that's not go there. It's so funny how that we think the guys should oppress us. Most of us think that. For example, I've heard before a lady saying that she cannot believe when she's in a relationship and the guy doesn't hit her. That's not like a guy to her. Exactly, like that's that's way beyond. And I'm just saying, for example. 
our mindset in Africa is in a way so backward, so so backward. You me- you hardly see people where you can pass the aisle and not greet and nobody has an issue with it. Everyone just when I'm looking at you like, who is this one or who is this child? You know, it's so it's terrible. It's really terrible. Well, I would beg to differ a bit. <laughs> now, when we talk about culture, there are certain things that, for instance, greeting in our culture is very like it's paramount, right? So yeah. we are trained to have manners and respect and not be like the white children. But in in the case of, for instance. This one used to happen like almost every time. Maybe an elderly person comes to a particular place and then young people are seated or so many people are seated and then you're expected, like, there's no chair again. You're expected to like stand up and then do my, and then if you don't, because I mean, I also want to sit down. It's not like somehow, or you're that boss, you should stand, let all the elderly people sit down. Like, I'm also a human being. Okay. Hello. Really, um, let's not try to get it twisted, yeah? Okay, firstly, like, the way we have been talking, I don't know, I just felt. Co- I just felt guilty for a second, yeah? <laughs> you know that even young people too are like really, really entitled. Really entitled. Like your, your, say, for example, your rich uncle comes to your house and then he leaves <laughs> and then he leaves without dropping something in your head. You know that? Ah, Nothing that for the boys. Exactly. <laughs> or, or you go to your uncle's house and they don't offer you food. You'll be like, ah, this food, they hate me. <laughs> All yeah. these my father's weekend brothers and yeah. stuff like that. So I think uh, it's also something with, with the young people. And then, I think we also um, we are also bashing the African culture a lot because like it's Africa we are in. But like if you watch closely, whites also have um, that sort of entitlement. Yeah. And uh, like entitlement is also emotional sometimes. You might want or feel that you deserve to be treated a certain way and stuff like that. And lastly, what, what was I going to say? Yeah? Like <laughs> <laughs> you're saying lastly, you see how blessed you oh, talk oh, about. <laughs> sorry, not lastly, but like lastly, like this time, right? Like I feel. I feel I feel the whole cultures I feel um a lot of a lot of cultural practices or values that are upheld by the African culture some of them are not necessarily wrong right yeah. so um the respect for others and a lot of those things are actually good to like a large extent because I mean Respect is That's something that like now. is good for humanity, hey. right? Just that, <laughs> just that sometimes it can be very, very overbearing, like <laughs> overbearing or unreasonable. So even if your leg is broken, for the fact that you're not elder, bro, stand up. <laughs> so those are the excesses that, man, like at this point in time, you say, oh, more this one you don't do. <laughs> Okay, yeah, well, I think we're on the same page, which is actually cool. So, Doc, speaking of entitlement, now let's go to, um, you know, now childbearing in Africa is seen as something that is really good. So, <laughs> you see people giving birth, um, especially people that are poor or considered to not be able to cater for themselves and their families. Now, for instance, you are, you're not financially stable and you're poor and then you give birth to a lot of children and in your mind... Like in your mind, your brothers and sisters who are doing well should take care of your children, should train them to school. And I mean, it's just crazy. It's just the same thing. Like my grandpa, sorry, sorry, thank God you will not hear this. <laughs> my grandpa, my grandpa gave birth to different, different children with different, different women. And at some point, uh, the younger ones had to be trained by the older children. So his own job is just to. Put deliver. Do you see? Tell them the children. That's like that's bad. Like that's bad. You don't even care how your child. And funny enough, some of these children you didn't train them. It was more probably your uncles that trained them. And now you're sending your younger children because you know you're sending your younger children to these older children to go and stay with. You know, train them. I mean, it's not fair. It's not fair at all. 
and um, I've sort of noticed, you know, like speaking of this scenario you just raised, when you send your children or child to a relative, his older brother or sister, you realize that you don't spend time with this child. Yeah. You don't grow with your child. It's like yeah. the child is no longer your own because whoever yeah. you're sending him to to be trained for whatever time frame, that child thinks like that person most times that child behaves like that person that child eats like that person you will not say okay i'm not able to feed you the way you want to be fed so i am sending you to my senior sister who is abroad and the rest so the child is in a house where i want to eat gary the child gets gary i want to eat jiget i want to eat this the child gets that and or not child, or not maybe <laughs> but for i'm speaking of um in the cases where the so-called person you're sending to, to train your child is rich, is also yeah, enlightened, <laughs> is <laughs> rich, <laughs> entitled, and somehow good-hearted. Maybe is mm, very rare. In your favor. Mm, yeah. Even though it's surprising that these kind of people are really, really hard to find. You know, the other day I was watching a video on someone's status on WhatsApp, and then there was this little girl who was um, topless. The person in quotes who she was staying with just poured hot oil on her. So, like, everybody just... She had to get what she was wearing. Of course, her skin was already peeling. I mean, how do you expect it? And then when um, that child's mother... So, if you look at that child outlook to life, the child may be aggressive, may be always overprotective, and you are wondering where all of this is coming from. But you as an elder, you expect this child to be respectful, to be, you know, all homegrown and the rest. But it doesn't work. What I'm saying is... Whoever trains a child, especially in this part of the world where training is very important, whoever trains a child has a very key role to play in how this child's psychology is formed, something like that. I think it's cool. I think that's cool. Yes, I think in most cases, right, entitlement mentality comes from, like, the kind of situations people find themselves, right? Because, like... Like the situation of what you said, um, in a situation where the man, your granddad, excuse me, you, oh, now leave me come back. Okay, this place. I, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry about that, but um, where somebody, <laughs> includes, a certain man, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know how the Bible used to say a certain man. <laughs> so, um, in that scenario where, um, for example, a certain man does not really have um, like the resources to train his um, children or stuff like that, and then. Like, he, like, it's just really natural to, like, go to the next best alternative that he finds or they find. But then who send you for, to be giving For the sake plenty. of survival. But then it has happened, it has happened. <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> we it's not our fault. <laughs> exactly. So, like, it has happened, it has happened. Yeah. So, I think, I think this entitlement mentality usually comes from, like, situations you just find yourself where you can't help yourself anymore. Perhaps if um, perhaps if they had known better, you get, or if they had um, discovered better ways of getting funds at that stage to train their children, mm. whoever the settlement is. So, <laughs> like, but really, yeah. So, like, I feel um, when when we are looking for other options, when we find ourselves in unfortunate situations, we shouldn't find those options from other people. We should learn yeah. to like sort out our issues by ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. like, when stuff happens to you, like, let your hope for. <laughs> Let your hope for survival not necessarily be someone else's pockets. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, so now let's move to the um, gender aspect of it. Now, um, earlier, she she made mention of like 
um, gender aspect this is not fair <laughs> it's too against no, 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 no. no that's we're actually going to be <laughs> no 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 wait <laughs> see we're, we're going to be speaking for both the men and the women yeah. now if <laughs> I am not biased. I'm not biased. We are seeking for gender balance here, right? Yeah. So now, speaking in the gender perspective, so we find that um, now we have a lot of feminists that have misinterpreted what feminism really is and are striving for equality and all of that. But they still expect that, for instance, in a relationship, maybe the guy is supposed to is supposed to be the one to fund the relationship, like pushing okay. cash. You know, it's supposed to be the one to call. It's supposed to be the one to do this and do that. No. Um, considering the fact that a relationship is for two people so he does his part you do your part is it wrong if you call first no is it wrong if you sponsor some treats yes no. <laughs> <laughs> wait you say yes is wrong I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the one he came to look for. I was on my own. <laughs> on your own. When you're on your own, if you were really on your own, you should have sat in your house. Don't be on social media. Don't go out so that he doesn't see you to check you. How do you know he saw me on social media? <laughs> Did he perceive you? <laughs> he came to my house. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Okay, who is he? Let's find him. <laughs> but then, like, I mean, speaking in the gender perspective, I think women are more guilty of this. And also, there are guys that do this stuff. Don't say women are more. You've already been biased already. Sorry, now. I'm just saying <laughs> she's on my side actually <laughs> I'm just saying because for the guys too um, what can I find now mm-hmm. if something happens there are guys that cannot say sorry now yeah. 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 but there are guys that can example of one of them please give him the mic let's let's yeah. No, there are guys that cannot. There's C, C, C. I'm seeing. In my, you know, uh, number two, three, they bomb me. But in my many years of living, I know this that women. See, it's not, it's not I have, I have, entirely no, true. I, as the experienced data that I am. Mm. Mm. Yes, as the experienced data that I am, I can say this. I've dated not one, not two. Phoebe three, Phoebe four. People who, when they do something wrong, they will twist that story. See that story? They will twist it, turn it upside down. Only you know you begin to question yourself, like, ah, no, but, but did it? How did I? No, we know that women can be manipulative, but they are men too. No, no, no. I'm no. saying that they are men too that behave that way. See, um, there's every, every everybody get everybody get wala. Everybody have problem. Let's yeah. not, let's put let's first accept that everybody has problem. Now this is the this is the idea. I believe or I I strongly have the opinion that. Money will solve a lot of problems. See, we talked about this we last about week. This last let's, so let's not go not, back. Let's, let's not, not go, go back, back to, to money. Let's not go back to the, <laughs> the, the problems money can solve and the problem that money used to cost. You know, if you do not get that, go back to our last yeah. episode. We understand what I mean that money used to cost problems. But this is money will solve a lot of problems because half the time you see that if someone doesn't want to apologize, if person no one apologize, who no one apologize and they get money for a relationship. <laughs> You see, that's you another, have a point. That's another problem that money really used to cost. Mm, if you have your small susu, <laughs> when you are wrong, the other person is wrong. Mm. The two of you have something to lose. I think it's a character problem. Uh, uh, yes, there's that too. There's people that are just crazy in this life, you know. <laughs> like uh, things we say, crazy things are happening. happening. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for your immense contribution. Yes. 
But then, but then, I mean, come to think about it, yeah? like if if a lot of times it's beyond the money, right? Like there's a lot of you. toxic men, personalities that you can't just deal with. And yeah, toxic men and toxic yeah, women. And they do stuff, but 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 then like I feel when it comes to relationships, like you're talking about, first of all, and you say, um, okay, I guess like the essence of this, like right, is to is to is to try to sort out um, or try to solve the entire problem with yeah. entitlement, right? So, I believe that a lot of people these days, especially young people, in fact, even married people, get into relationships for several reasons, which yeah. love isn't re- really a part of. You might feel like love, because like a lot of times people, ex- like people, people, um, should I say, um, mistake a lot of things for love, right? Yeah. So you could see money or you could see, like... You could like somebody's looks, but you don't love the person. Like yeah. that's like yeah. a big possibility. And this is not even me talking about the ones that are already going to relationships just for money, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you love someone, right, you try to make the relationship work. Like if you love someone, the person does not need to beg you to call him, right? You don't need yeah. to beg for attention from the person, right? Um, this so, guy is making plenty of sense. So so actually, like I feel I feel relationships necessarily need entitlements. Like if people are in a relationship, then entitlements must exist. Like if not, why are you in the relationship, right? So you have to hmm. be entitled to the person's time. But then the part of it is like you don't have to beg for it. It would naturally happen, except the person doesn't love you back. That's when it's now one way. I don't know if you get what I mean. I get what you what, what you're trying to say, and I think it's actually cool. But then there's a line to the entitlement, child. Like it's not you coming to ch- put your picture on my phone, and removing my mother's picture, and putting your picture on my wall. You see now, you see what another problem. <laughs> there's actually a line to it. So I, I mean, it's respect it's brothers. Mother's picture. Don't remove my mother's picture. Be fine. Mine must be on your phone. Hello. I mean, if another girl takes your phone, she's supposed to know who is yeah, there. who is the one in charge, right? Yeah, the, the worst one is the one of front seats. Let's not go there. Have not <laughs> show <laughs> <end> today. Who <laughs> entered the motor first? No, see, this thing is about priorities. It's just about priorities. It's, <laughs> it's about priorities, seriously. Because let's say there's a guy who has a girlfriend and he just feels the need for his babe's picture to be on this one. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm saying the girl putting up. Yeah, like he says he doesn't if want he the girl's picture to be in this one, so he should, the girl should not. No, 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 that's not me. That's clean saver. Nah, yeah, that's, it's, it's very specific. You see, this is specific. You see, another wahala. But seriously. No, it's not a must now. It's not a must. Like, these are things that. I can help you and watch me. Put my picture. I can help you if, if you cannot make the move. I can make the move for you as long as you're comfortable with it, right? Right. Exactly. Please, I beg you to come and suppress our points of bearing. I'm speaking as a lady now, the overbearing ladies, seriously. You people are not representing us well. And the overbearing men. <coughs> they exist. No, they, a lot they of them exist. Seriously. There are some ladies that are creepy. That's the word. There's some men that are. How would you support the yeah, men? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny when you say you don't want us to be biased, but you're supporting the men. I don't understand. I mean, because he feels like so many people have supported women, like like for a very I long time. scrap that shit. <laughs> <laughs> leave it, leave it leave alone, Jare. We are trying to, we are trying to bring the future back. <laughs> okay, so that's it for the gender aspect of it. Now let's talk about all these mommies, boys. <laughs> Okay, so they are actually, I think entitlement has a lot to do with younger people than even the older people. Because I don't think so. 
Uh, well, I think so. And this is my point of view. And I'm the host of the show. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you solve this issue amicably. Two of you should drop mic and don't fight yes, ma'am. Yeah. We'll take the living arguments. Okay, thank you for your um, advice, but we don't take it. So now, don't speak, don't speak for us. Okay, so speaking about um, young people who are entitled to their parents' money, right? Whether it's the young or the, sorry, the poor or the rich people, or your parents are just at the average level. I feel like your parents don't owe you anything in quotes, right? So, yeah, your parents bring you to the Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in quotes like there's an there's, it's to an extent. <laughs> See, yes, there are people that their parents don't pay their school fees. There are people that their parents don't house them. So if you're getting that kind of treatment from your parents, you shouldn't you shouldn't see it as a right. <laughs> Why are you about to attack her? <laughs> just allow her finish. <laughs> so I have a couple of views that need to be aired, but keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. Let no, me ask. No, please, I'm just saying, like, it helps you to be even more responsible, right? So as a youth, you see that, okay, you're still with your parents, you're still in their house. There are a lot of your mates out there that are hustling for themselves and their parents are contributing nothing to their lives. So if mm-hmm. you have your parents doing that for you, I'm saying that it's good, but you shouldn't see it as a rise that if they don't do it, ah, what's about to happen now? You want to fight and burn down the house? I'm just saying. So like, first my- of all, like this is my advice to anyone out there. If you are not ready to take care of your children, like don't even bring them to the but world. But you yeah? see, when I said Hold that, <laughs> when I said that the certain man that brought his children to the world and brought them like really like a lot of children, you spoke about, you spoke about them. You said you said the deed has already been done. Now you're saying another Firstly, thing. I didn't say that that's how it's supposed to be. Like what, you said, what I said was people look for the next best alternative when they are buoyant enough to take care of themselves. Yeah, I remember myself clearly. Okay. I'm not high. So. <laughs> So, you know, like this is what the guy said about women twisting your words. Young kings out there, stay woke. <laughs> so, like I was saying, right? Like, um, firstly, like if... Okay, what was I saying? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, like in situations, right? Yeah. Where, 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 where you do not have enough money to... Like, it's not by force to have children. It's not by force to get married, self. Trust me. Like, use contraceptives, right? Like, do whatever you can. But then, if, like, children come into earth, like, you have every responsibility to take care of them for the necessary things, at least shoes. Sorry. Yeah, shoes, yeah. Yeah, shoes, yeah. I love, I love shoes particularly. I love shoes, I, I love jewelry too. Please, we are not talking about that, yeah. But, like, clothes in general, right? Clothing, food, and shelter, right? At least you should and shoes. To, yeah, and shoes. Clothing, food, shelter, and shoes, shoes, and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can maybe drill it if you like. <laughs> but, but basically, right, if you bring in children into this world, you should be ready to provide that for them. And then if you know that you cannot provide that for five children, at least try to bring one or two or whatever. But like try to bring us like um, like you should be able to be you should be able to provide that for your children, right? If you are going to bring them into this world. So, but now there's the concepts I, I, I framed. They're just not about the ones and I call it the concept of unfortunate realities, right? So, um, for example, if you say, um, like, I, I know a lot of people are pissed when they hear girls say, oh, dress well so that you don't get ripped. Now, yeah. this is this, right? 
it's like normally right you are, if like if i buy my phone i'm not supposed to put the password or like be very very careful about keeping my phone or like lock my door at night just so people don't come to see my valuables i should be comfortable but then the unfortunate reality is that we are not living in a sane society yeah. there's a lot of mad people out there right yeah and these mad people would always want to come and steal your stuff yeah. so you have to protect yourself get so that's the thing right it's just like saying oh like normally you should be able to dress how you want body freedom bodily autonomy or whatever they call it <laughs> oh, and, then, <laughs> and then like nothing happens to you but like the yeah, sad reality is that yeah. there are like maniacs that like would get um okay let me not use a very very explicit term but they are they are mad people that want to come after you for dressing that way and devour you liars <laughs> <laughs> so um, like that that's the same thing right naturally people should like be able to take care of children that they give birth yeah, to right naturally. but then when people are not able to provide those things for you, even if you deserve them, right? Do not feel entitled to them because the best you can get out of society is people oh feeling sorry for you. Oh, in Papa no provide for him. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, and you become a failure in life. Your <laughs> father probably dies and then you are left alone to suffer in the world. Your father becomes a criminal yeah. and then you are sentenced to death by hanging or whatever. <laughs> like your life just keeps getting sad, but you have to take responsibility for yourself. Okay. Because now this is the problem with entitlement mentality. Even if now the first problem is sometimes you don't even deserve this thing so you're just a foolish person yeah. sorry, i'm so so sorry but like you we're have to sorry but we said it anyway but then but then even for the ones that feel their rights you, you might actually deserve this thing right but if it's not folks coming stop feeling yeah. sorry for yourself take responsibility and get those kind of things for yourself that's why like in nigeria you can't say oh the government hasn't provided jobs so i'll stay away in my house <laughs> until worry now yeah, until President Bari now provides job for me. Like that's why people like do things like hand work. You get yeah. like like signing up to get skills. You get. Yeah. Asu, I mean, Asu is on strike. I know you want to become a doctor, but then like if you are going to survive in this country, you might just have to start selling the quicker. But like you just target yeah. trip spheres and yeah. open Instagram store and then sell it for really expensive prices. <laughs> I make your money, but like this is unfortunate realities, and yeah. you have to cope with that at the end of the day, rather than just feeling sorry for yourself. Entitlement realities or mentality will just make you feel sorry for yourself to the end of the day okay well that was a long and nice contribution <laughs> but then like <laughs> but then it's cool it's cool because i agree with you now just like what i said these unfortunate realities are there. So if your parents are actually providing for you or if you find yourself in an amazing situation, don't feel entitled to it because it may not remain like that forever. So you should be responsible. Now, please miss your last words before I send you guys away from this place. Yeah, I'm not seeing my last <laughs> <laughs> She's already fine, forcing fine, me to fine, say fine, mine. Fine. <laughs> well, I it's totally agree <laughs> with Emmanuel right now. Because so, Mina... Please wait. Uh, hey, he's my, he's my hey. We're on the same platform. Co-host. Exactly, he's my co-host. <laughs> like, even if you feel entitled, I mean, if nobody's sorry for you, what does what difference does it make? Highest, highest. Like he said, death by hanging. I totally support. <laughs> That's not highest, highest. So you still be make up for this life. Yeah, you still fit. You still fit. The fit is, is very small. So please, um, if you're able to bring up children in the best possible way with any amount of money that you have fine if you're a child that your father or mother or father and mother cannot provide the so-called things you claim are necessary like my friend we don't said, claim all they are necessary jewelry is <laughs> necessary guys you shoes are not very necessary oh. if you have one shoe one shoe is necessary shoes ah calm down use the one that you have this girl why are you making us when you spoil they will replace it and your life goes on. <laughs> no, seriously, it's not. It's really nothing. 
I mean, if if they can, if they can take you through school, if they can give you shelter, if yeah. they can give you food, these are the most important things to be grateful for. Not probably if you see your friends that come in um, luxury cars and you know you have to you want to you want to kill yourself. This one, nobody will take care of you. Your father too will get old one day. He'll start telling you, oh, your son, take care of me. You know, you have to be responsible. Yeah. Responsibility is what we are driving at. Be responsible for all your actions, for all your decisions, for all your spendings and the rest. Those are my last words, right? Yeah, I hope so. Me out. <laughs> Please, by all means. So, my own last words. Can I give them now? Please, keep it. Bring. <laughs> Before I say it is finished. <laughs> but yeah, basically, right? Like we have all established, right? We live in a society where there are actually things we deserve from people. Yeah. But then the truth is a lot of times we are not going to get those things because yeah. people people don't have sense. People are wicked in this life. <laughs> people are so so wicked in this life. So you we might not always have access to those things. We might not always get those things. So we just necessarily need to take responsibility for our own stuff. Yeah. We just need to take responsibility for whatever, like we have to plan our lives better, right? We have to know what we want and get it for ourselves because people will not always give it to you. Thank God for those that do. And then, if you know you owe something to somebody, like some sort of obligation, even yeah. though it's just moral, like just be a good people. Even though it's just, just like be a good people. <laughs> oh, I'm so strong. Look how they're I'm to take responsibility. I'm start reading by myself. But yeah, but like in the end, just be a good person in this life and try to make people. the oh my God. please stop it. <laughs> just try to be a good person and make the world a better place. And if like you owe some obligation, give it like sending me a yeah, message and, on and, whatsapp uh, uh, um, please let's not bring a private matter into the public space <laughs> and then like lastly like it's better to trust in God than to trust in any sort of man I mean like God is the only one that's begging us to be entitled in like whatever yeah. he has for us like he's literally begging you literally. <laughs> like, like that's the weird part oh, of it of, we are entitled God. in people but like we are not entitled in God I mean like read yeah. the scriptures yeah. I mean everything ask anything I yeah. mean like that's like a blank check so God uh, starts to be entitled in my bounties and billions in heaven well thank you guys so much for your last one as you guys have said I mean for me I think the first step <laughs> the first step to ending this whole entitlement thing is don't expect so much from people don't expect anything from anyone if you see good take it if you see bad don't take it <laughs> But then don't expect anything from anyone. And then let's learn to be responsible, even as young people. Well, they've already said so much, and I'm tired of seeing these people's faces in my studio. Try so to demand I'm for your rights. <laughs> you soon go on strike. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. It was great having you guys. It was great having you guys tonight. We know, we know, we know. Yeah, pride. We know, we know, we know. <laughs> okay, so that is the end of today's first show of June. Trust me, more things are coming your way. Don't well, so keep, keep the conversations coming on our social media platforms at bigdoor underscore PR. Yeah. Um, I remain your amazing host, Cherish with the double R. So I'm going to leave you with the song, Beggy Most Beggy. amazing host. <laughs> Shout out to us, man. Like, okay, they will not know. leave me alone. <laughs> so, Beggy no, Beggy. Beggy. fire her right now. Okay. So Your new co-host, Sam's of Proverbs. The, and this is the end of this show. Whatever you hear after this is not my fault. So, <laughs> good night. Peace.